Hi, and welcome to What Makes Me Weird with Joel Sharpton. And this week, our special guest is... Kelly Sharpton, your wife. Hello there. <laughs> Hello. Um, you and I have done... Have we done... We've actually... We've done four podcast episodes together, haven't we? Did, we did three episodes where you and I told our own story, Modern American Love Story Part mm-hmm. 1, 2, and 3, which you can listen to one of those in the feed of this show uh, in its previous incarnation, Me and the Geek. But the other two portions of that will eventually be released as well. The um, the show that that existed on no longer exists as a podcast. But we also did an episode of that with our friends and my co-host on Always Listening, Josh Shirley and his wife, Rachel. Uh, we did an episode of that where all four of us were in the living room. This is the sound of a man who unexpectedly fell into cold water and instinctively is trying to swim hard. This is the sound of the cold water shock, making him gasp uncontrollably and breathe in water until he drowns. Whereas this is the sound of a man who fell into cold water and knows how to survive. You have to fight your instinct to swim and just float until the cold water shock has passed and you can control your breathing. This is a safety message from the RNLI. Float to live. Visit respectthewater.com. We had a party, do you remember? Yeah, I I forgot about that. All huddled around (laughs) one microphone, much like we are right now. (laughs) Um, But today we are not here to talk about you and me. We are just here to talk about me. Shocking. (laughs) (laughs) Why is this any different? I don't understand. (laughs) We could talk about about you in the next one. Okay. Um, No, so... The name of this show is What Makes Me Weird, and I thought that was being really cute because I want to talk to people about the thing that sets them apart from other people, and that's the, you know how passionate they are about their art form or their industry or their hobby, et cetera, et cetera. But as soon as I said the name, What Makes Me Weird with Joel Sharpton, I thought, boy, Joel Sharpton's pretty weird. I should I should maybe talk about that, at least in the first one, and especially in light of... And you were not you were not in the keynote session for this, but you and I went to Dallas recently for podcast movement, and um, Aisha Tyler was one of the keynote sessions. The, she's the host of Girl on Guy, and she talked about in that session. She said, "You know, when I have people into my studio and interview them, I am very exposed to them. You know, I'm very." Um, clear with who I am and I'm very open and honest. And so I feel like that gives them license to be that way as well. So anyway, here I am in the first one and we're going to talk about what makes me weird. Yay. (laughs) Uh, And you're going to explain to people how you can put up with it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I am weird in lots of ways. Would you agree with, is that a true (laughs) statement? (laughs) That's a very true statement. Okay. But the main, the main thing that I thought we would discuss today or, or, Tonight, I guess I should say because the I, and I guess we we didn't explain it, but we should explain it. We're recording this like literally hovered around a microphone. I mean, an, an iPhone in our bedroom, 
because we have four children and it's yeah. impossible for the two of us to get away for, for, to the studio. Uh, Kelly could go and do a podcast if she wanted to, <laughs> but she would have no one to produce it. And I could go and do a podcast, but then I would have no one to talk to. So unless I like went to the studio and then called you through Skype and recorded it or something, yeah. that we couldn't really do that. So. Here we are, and uh, I'll I'll do my magic after the fact on the on the audio quality. Okay. Um, but so we're we're going to talk about my eating habits. That's what yes. we're going to talk about. Yes. So I would love it if you would tell me how it was presented to you the first time. Did I tell you, or did someone else suggest to you? Hey, by the way, you should get heads up on this. This dude's weird. Or did I tell you? Uh, you tell me. Do you really not remember this? I don't remember the specifics of how I pitched it to you. Uh, you have to. You have to think. This is something that I have told literally everyone in my life. At some point, I have had a sit down meeting with them. Well, yeah. It's sort of like it's uh, it's on autom- It's on a- autopilot a little bit at this point. When I get to that point in the relationship, <laughs> that it needs to be brought up. Um. Well, we were at your apartment, and you were. Standing in the kitchen, and I was kind of standing in your little dining room, little nook thing. And um, you said we had been dating. Uh, I guess I guess we'd only known each other, whatever, for like two or three months, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it had to be two or three months. And um, you said, "Hey, listen, it you know it may not have been that long." It's only been like a month. Anyway, um, you said, hey, I got to tell you something, and it might make or, make or break us, make or break this. And I said, okay. And um, I was kind of standing there, and you said, um, I'm real weird uh, about food. Like, I don't eat anything. And I think I said, oh, okay, you know, just whatever, because I'll eat anything except ham. But, uh, and, uh, so I just, I just thought, um, okay, well, he's just a real picky eater. And then you were like, um, like, I'm seriously weird about food. And I, <laughs> I didn't know how, how crazy your crazy went, you know, immediately. But when you started telling me how specific your, food preferences were um i had never and i'd never met anybody like that but even more than that there's no wiggle room (laughs) like there's there's no wiggle room like there's you can't be like well would you try no well what about this add-on to this thing nope it is you can walk into a a potluck a potluck like people have all kind of dishes at a potluck and you're not going to eat anything in the entire place so uh, maybe no, a roll no like very specifically at a potluck i wouldn't eat anything I know, in the because entire other people place made it. Still, I don't trust people's kitchens. No, I kitchens I've never I seen. It. I have no interest in yes, eating they might from. Have Even cats if they on made the counters or something. Or, or like I mean, 
they might not have counters. Like, let's be honest. I've seen hoarders. You've seen hoarders. Some of those people still have stoves, yes. Kelly. Yeah. It is not okay, man. It is not okay. But you wouldn't, there wouldn't. So did I go, did I go immediately into the list? Did you like, well, what do you eat? Like, did I immediately launch you to the full list or did I like e- ease you into it like a, like a frog think, into a I mean, saute? I, I don't know that you just told me right then, but I, I feel like, and maybe it's just because I've been around you for so long now, but I kind of feel like um, over like the course of a day, I kind of You knew. got the full capacity of the crazy? Yes. Yeah. Like, and I think I wrote about it in, on my Tumblr like that night. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a good post. Uh do you you have a list, don't you? You yeah, have a I full do. list written down. Could we? Would you read it? Yeah. Uh, I. So this is a. Is this a list that you and I like actually sat down and compiled, or is this one that you've compiled over time? I can't really. I, I think really you ha- you've helped me here and there. I think initially I I just typed. Ooh, this is I'm on the wrong thing. No, I'm on the right thing. Uh, I think initially I typed it as a. Um, Like, oh, this is what I know I can get them, you know, how I can. And then I think over time, you and I have added it on it together or whatever. Okay. <laughs> when this is so, you know, you know what this feels like to me? This feels yeah. like, um, you know, at the end of a drug commercial where they're like, side effects may include. Yes. And it's everything, it's everything that could possibly happen to you. Uh, and it's yeah. like this is like this crazy list. Like, this is what it feels like. And I know people that are listening now that don't know me that have stumbled upon this for some reason. They, the absurdity of the thing that is about to happen, the idea that you could list, that you could say all of the foods that I could potentially eat. Um, very soon it will make it will all be clear to you. You know what I was just thinking? What? I'm watching the time on here. Yeah. And I'm like, we've talked for nine and a half minutes. Okay, and the people still don't know like what you don't eat. <laughs> They're probably like, just tell us. Shut up and tell us the list. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we call it's what we call a tease in the radio business. I was business. just sitting here thinking, like, oh, those poor people. All right, so here we go. Let's let's unpack okay. it. Let's really get into it. Here we go. Okay, it's 28. Like, there may be flavor varieties in one thing, but there are 28 items on the list. So 28. He eats 28 things. And these are not like 28 categories like yeah. Italian, Chinese, no, no, no. Pakistani. Are, no. These are these are 28 things. Okay. Here we go. Hamburgers. Only from the big three fast food places. Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King. And they have to be plain, no cheese. Meat and bread only. But at McDonald's, you have to order it, no cheese, plain. Otherwise, they will always put cheese on it. Because that's how you ring it up, apparently. French fries. Corn dogs. Vanilla ice cream or vanilla frozen yogurt. Reese's peanut butter cup miniatures. The orange peanut butter crackers by Lance. Honey buns. That's a staple. Uh, Swiss cake rolls. Zebra cakes. Fig Newtons. Cranberry juice, Diet Coke, and I quote, it's the nectar of the gods, Coke and strawberry ices, popsicles, beignets, plain biscuits, 
toast, bacon, sausage patties, not links, hash browns from McDonald's, Doritos, Frito-Lays, regular ruffles, Cheetos, barbecue. That's all the chips he eats. Um, beer, a beta, tur- a beta turbo dog, um, and Miller Lite. Um, Those are preferred. Those aren't the only beers well, that I would have, ever. Uh, I've tried lots of on beers here too, but yeah, I mean, I've like I like drink that. I like um, I like Guinness. Yeah, you know, it's I don't I don't drink very often anymore, but yeah. but, but there are many beers that I have enjoyed over time. I am not a very adventurous drinker though either. Mm-hmm. Um. Sweet Tarts, Lifesavers, plain vanilla or yellow cake, no icing, no icing, I don't understand, glazed donuts, corn checks, not rice checks, corn checks, vanilla wafers and animal crackers, and snowballs. Uh, or snow cones. Did you, or snow cones. Did you count that as a separate category? Because some people might not know what a snowball is, depending upon where they're listening to us from. Well, because they're not the same. But that's another conversation <laughs> yeah. for another day. So, um, <laughs> it, now, I, now, okay, so if you're listening to that and you and you get down to there to the bottom and you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, she's into the desserts. I missed something. No? No, no, no you no, didn't. No. Let's talk about some specific things that aren't on the list. There aren't any vegetables no. on the list other than other than than French fried ones. <laughs> <laughs> it was originally a potato. <laughs> something really a something that once upon a time was a potato. Yeah. Um, you eat. Uh, he eats no vegetables. No none. <laughs> none. Uh, no fruits. No fruits except for <laughs> except for the once in a blue moon cranberry juice, which you know is usually cocktail. <laughs> not even real cranberries in it. Uh, but no, no, no fruit, no vegetables. Uh, sometimes I like apple juice too. I haven't had any in a while because we don't keep enough in the house for <laughs> for the adults to ever have any. But um, yeah, apple juice is fine too. I don't like. I don't love it, but it's fine. I've just for the record, I've never seen him drink any apple juice. You, I never. I I used to. I used to sit with. I've only seen him drink three cups of milk. I used to sit with We've been Deuce. together for four, four years. That's just – That's three, true. Three glasses of milk, four years. Um, so, okay. In, instead of defending myself and, and – uh, No, you don't have to defend yourself. No, You're not at all. Weird. Not at all. No, I'm very, very weird. How did I get this way? All right. So as I, uh, I teased the other day – uh, I recorded an episode of Trivial Warfare with Jonathan Oakes, and I teased on that recording uh, to his audience that I was going to be telling the story of how I don't eat wet foods. That was the way that I teased it there. Uh, um, it's true. It's And it's sort of mostly true. That's a really easy way to categorize it for me. It's an easy way to, again, sort of like – Back somebody up into it slowly without a semen. Like you say, I'm a super picky eater. And then you say, no, really, I don't eat, like I almost eat nothing. And then, and then you say, and they're like, what do you mean? You like, what, like, like what sort of things don't you eat? And I'm like, well, I don't eat wet foods. And they go, that's crazy. But then they go, well, he doesn't mean all wet foods, surely. If you go back and, and you if you back this podcast up and you replay that list, or maybe I'll even edit Kelly in here saying a few of the things back and back. If you listen to the whole list, the only wet things on it, there's a couple of beverages, a couple of drinks. So I do and ice cream. Ice cream. 
popsicles maybe is a wet yeah. food, I guess. There's it's like snowball. there's no soup. No sauces. There's no sauces. There's no, nothing with a glaze other than honey buns or donuts. <laughs> yeah. It's, and even then I don't like the like I don't like the like the thick white glazed honey buns. I don't like those or the chocolate glazed honey buns, which I just discovered existed like a, six months ago. And I think it's an affront to mankind and all of nature. Like it's so wrong to have a chocolate honey bun. Um, how did I get this way? So the wet food story is like the way that I've been categorizing that as wet foods. Do you remember the first time that I told it to you like that, that I sort of explained like the origin? I really don't. I no, I really. I don't mean, you know it, but you have yes. heard it, but you don't know. You don't remember when. No. So the. The shortened version is this. When I was the age that you are, when your mother and father hand you a spoon and a fork and they say, hey, like, figure that out, man. And, like, they start letting you sort of try to figure it out yourself. I They did that. My mother and father handed me this spoon and they let me try to feed myself. And apparently I was not quite ready for it. I made a tremendous mess and they made an attempt to go backwards. They were like, no, no, no. He wasn't quite ready. Let's take the spoon back the next couple of feedings. And I just – Refused. I refused to eat any more from the spoon. And over the course of like days and weeks and months, this continued. I just wouldn't eat anything that they gave me on a spoon anymore. And if they would put it on my tray and I could put it in my hands and put it in my mouth, then fine. But like, no more spoon feeding. And so. From there, it sort of like evolved apparently and like one by one through like mostly texture and both like feel in my fingers and feel in my mouth. Little Joel eliminated foods apparently. By the time I was cognizant, like the earliest memories that I have, this was the things that I am eating now I was already eating. Like and I remember trying foods. I remember being forced to eat some things when I was very little. But, yeah, I was already on this diet by the time, by, by my very earliest memories. Like, you eat, you eat french fries and a hamburger and a Diet Coke every day from my fast food place, from some sort of fast food place. You yeah. have that every day. Like, that is, that is an everyday meal for you. And sometimes twice a day, uh, many days, like right now, what I'm doing is like effectively having like a snack for breakfast, drinking lots of water and eating two of those, like one for an early lunch and one for an early dinner. And that's what I'm like. That's been my lately, <laughs> like the last week and a half or so. That's been my pretty much every day. There's so much that you miss out on. I uh, some like, of those things I know, and like, I know, and I know that. <laughs> so let's talk and about let's talk about some foods that I want. Let's talk about some foods that I wish that I did eat. Okay, because okay? there are some that I would like on a regular basis. I have either made a valiant effort at getting into and being able to eat, or maybe I haven't dipped my toes in very long in a very long time. But at the same time, like I wish. Pancakes is the first one. And like mm -hmm. every four or five years, I will give pancakes the good old college try again, hoping my taste buds may have changed slightly or something. Because I, they smell delicious. Everyone seems to love them. They are so good. They have to be a treat, right? Like I like so many things about 
so many things that are like pancakes. Surely I would like pancakes. I love breakfast. They go great with sausage. Like, surely that would work. Nope, not so much. Um, not not so far anyway. And then the other God, big I one. I don't make pancakes. The other big one is pizza. Pizza. Yeah. I would. I wish so badly that I liked pizza. I love to go with people to get pizza. I love to go pick up pizza how, for you guys. How long has it been since you've actually <laughs> tried, honestly, actually tried pizza? How long has it been since you put a piece of pizza in your mouth, like a bite of pizza? Uh, it would have had to have been when I was like six or seven probably the last time. Joel. Maybe eight. Maybe eight years old the last time. I don't know. Well, then how do you know you still don't like it? Ah, uh, man. I can't, like, there's a lot of Joel, sauce. There's a six lot. or seven? Probably. Probably. I mean, I don't remember the last time. So probably in that That is range. ridiculous. <laughs> I am, I, like, I remember having tried it. I don't remember specifically when it was. So it must have been in my childhood sometime. But here's here's the reason why. Here's the reason why I don't try it. I've thought I thought about it even recently. The other night I got you guys a pizza that looked freaking amazing. It was so good. It was so good. Like the box was emptied before I barely opened it. Like I yeah. opened it and the family went. <laughs> it was terrible. Your two sons asleep upstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're yeah. oh my god. They're literally going to eat us out of house and home. And one of the and one of the girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, but I like I I seriously gave it thought. But what what keeps me from it? What would make me? I'm pretty sure vomit if I tried it. Is the sauce like I do not? I just don't think I could get past. Well, you know, you there's know, so much tomato. You know, you can get a pizzas without sauce. You can order them like yeah, that. At, but at what point? At what point am I? Like, at what point am I bending the universe? At what point am I? Okay, here's a story from my childhood. When we were little, my mom and dad loved to go to Wendy's, and they loved to go to this other restaurant that was a lot like a, a restaurant, uh, this other fast food place that was a lot like Wendy's, but there was uh, only one of them. It was like 30 minutes away from my town. It's called called Andy's. Okay. It was in Cross at Arkansas. And at both Andy's and at Wendy's, they would do the, like the ketchup cups. Yeah. You know what I, you know what I mean? So you got the like the pump for ketchup and you got a little cup to keep it in. Yes. And so mom, dad, my sister, they all get their little cups. <laughs> you know, they get multiple cups and get their ketchup and I would get empty cups. Oh, like, you told me that. And carry them to the table, put them down and I would dip individual french fries into my empty cups full of imaginary ketchup trying to be normal. <laughs> all right? So at what point, by pulling things away from the pizza? So, yes, I am aware that I could get it without sauce. I could get it without cheese, too. I could get it without pepperonis. <laughs> I could get it without, you know, but at, at what point am I, at what point do I just have my empty ketchup cup? Yeah. Like. <laughs> this isn't a video podcast, but she just put her hands over her face. Like she's literally, she literally face palmed for a minute. <laughs> like you, uh, like crawfish and spaghetti and meatballs. Ah, crawfish, crawfish is a, is a, is a good example. I wish that I ate crawfish just because I like, we are from Louisiana. This is obviously like, this is the place. <laughs> this is the place where where you go and you have the crawfish, and like seasonally, 
It is a huge communal deal. Like, we, let's all go have some. Let's, we're going to have a crawfish boil. You know, our group is going to have a crawfish boil. We're going to a crawfish boil. Let's go get some crawfish and throw a boil. Let's, you know, whatever. Nope, nope, not for me. I'll have my hamburger over here. But I mean, I have my hamburger on the maybe, way to the boil. Maybe the people, like the people listening, don't. I mean, haven't figured this part out. Like, it is so extreme that you don't like. Any spices, none, except for salt. Yeah. And maybe occasionally or just a little bit of pepper. I really don't like. We'll see. The only, I like pepper in sausage, like sausage patties like this. And I, the sausage that I really like is that hot sausage. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you do not like spices. No. Like you don't. Yeah, so you don't even season your food. I mean, you season it with salt. I don't even use salt nearly as but much you, as I used I mean, to, though. You only put, I mean, you put it on your burgers. Yeah. But, like, that's the only seasoning. Like, we have a whole spice <laughs> cabinet, and, like, <laughs> Morton salt is. Just, <laughs> yeah, my, my, uh, my sage bill is not very high. Yes. <laughs> yes. Your oregano budget is. Good. It's very, very reasonable. <laughs> very, very reasonable. Like you don't eat chicken. You don't eat turkey. You don't eat pork, except for the sausage and bacon. Um, I think people understanding now why we didn't make a list of things I don't eat. Right. That's an infinite list. That is an infinite and growing list. Because like, well, like somewhere, somewhere, pasta. somewhere, someone just made a new food. I don't eat that food <laughs> that they just made. Yeah, like, like his grocery list, like his grocery list is nothing. Like, because <laughs> like, half that crap you can't get on the list in the grocery store. I mean, I like, uh, I was reading an article the other day about the there's this guy in uh, Silicon Valley who is. Um, He's the head of a company who just made this stuff called Soylent, which is effectively like a food replacement. It's like a powder. You mix it with water. You can make it almost like a shake or something. And over time, like you can't immediately switch to it, but over time you can make it so that that's all you eat. You can supplant all of your eating with it. I'm not interested in Soylent necessarily because I don't think I could handle the flavor or the texture of what he's got right now. But at some point they will have Jetson's pills and I will be all about it. See, and that's – like once and, a month, I would go and get myself like an like a real hamburger, and I would sit down and eat it like a real person, and it would be it'd be a like a wonder it would be a joyous experience. It would be a, like a little bonus for myself. But the normal day to day, what I want is to to continue to be able to stand upright and move forward, and as part of that, I have to keep refueling this well, body. Okay, <laughs> this is my opinion on that. Fine, whatever. Do the pill thing, you weirdo. But so, and maybe this is because I'm from New Orleans, and I don't know. But eating is such a social and communal event. Mm. Like, you, know, you go to eat, and you talk about the next place you're going to eat, mm-hmm. or what you're going to eat, or who's cooking what, or whatever. Or the last place you ate. Or the last place you ate. <laughs> Yeah. This place is way better than that last place yes. we ate. And, and like pill that pill last night was better than this pill tonight. 
Like that is that's so stupid. But like, like you must and and I know like he says he likes. He doesn't mind not eating most of the time because at the table he can. I can dominate the conversation. Yes, you can take charge of the conversation and kind of steer it however you want. And I, and I understand that. I mean, that's. I guess that's fine. But oh man, I just (laughs) there's something about I don't know just sitting around like having some drinks. I don't know you. Uh, so weird. I there's no doubt that I miss out on some potential networking opportunities, and that over the course of time, I have also missed out on like some economic opportunities. I think specifically, it was a job I worked when I lived in New Orleans that I know for a fact I missed out on some possible promotions or like leaving that job to go do something else because I never went out to eat with some of those people or or when I did like they knew I didn't eat things and so like I didn't get asked to the next event or the dinner event from the lunch or whatever you know Um, when I was a kid that was the so at first the first thing it was it was um, when you go on a date what are you going to do when you have when you start dating girls what are you going to do that was what my mom and my aunt, you know, my grandmother would always ask me. My grandmother didn't give me nearly as much crap because she loved me and thought I was the perfect human being until my nephew was born. And then he was the perfect human being. So um, she didn't give me a lot of crap about it. But my aunt and my mom especially they would always rib me about it a little bit and, and would say, you know, what are you going to do when you date? I grew up in an era, era, era in an era when, like, I was always able to group date. It was always, hey, do you want to come with us and go to yeah. this party or this movie or to McDonald's? Like, it wasn't like I never took a girl out to a nice restaurant, you know? Like, that was never. Poor her. I did it. Poor you. I, I like, know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I know. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, uh, like I, I, prom, you know, I went to two proms, uh, my junior prom and my senior, or I didn't even go to my junior prom. I went to somebody else's junior prom. And then I went to my. Senior prom. And both those times we went to nice restaurants, but I didn't eat. Like the girl knew and that was fine. So the uh, other thing was people- like, what do you do about business meetings? What do you do about business meetings? I have literally every business meeting I've ever done. Well, that's not true because this didn't always exist. But in the last four years, every business meeting I've ever done that's really mattered has been either in person in somebody's office or over Skype. So, like, it's not – I just don't do business that way, I think. Yeah. Well, for other people in your life that do know about your eating habits, I guess you call it, eating habits, they really try – my parents in particular, they really try <laughs> – to make you feel comfortable because I mean they're New Orleans parents. They're they're used to being hospitable. Yeah, if they don't if I'm not eating anything off their table, then obviously I wasn't welcome at their table. No, no. I mean, but that's like the no, but I'm saying like that's the that's almost the way they feel about it. Like if they if, if they don't if they don't make sure that I'm included in the eating, then then I haven't been welcome 
here, which is not the way I feel about it at all. But like, I think sometimes yeah. they feel that way. Like, well, if they don't go out of their way to, they just don't want you to be uncomfortable. That's the main thing. And even though mo- you're, most <laughs> of the time you're completely comfortable, they just feel like, man, he's maybe he's going to want something to snack on, and so we can have a package of fig newtons here, or we can have some barbecue chips. You know, yeah, and I mean, I think everybody that does that in your life means well because they want you to be comfortable and they want to accommodate you even though they don't really know how to exactly you know because you're you're a little it's fairly unaccommodatable (laughs) right no yeah i don't cook for you um i don't i i have you ever cooked for me? I think you've cooked for me like once. Yeah, I've cooked breakfast for you once. And then like I didn't do something right. So I've never <laughs> done it again. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, that's a shame. Uh, I like it when people cook for me. Actually. Yeah, I like it when people cook for me too. <laughs> something other than... <laughs> I cook breakfast for you, like yes, on the rig. Than, than Matter of fact, though. not tomorrow because we no, have school, no but way. like probably tomorrow night, I'm gonna cook you breakfast. <laughs> we we like Brenner around here, or I like Brenner anyway, <laughs> so we have it. And I mean, Kelly likes getting cooked for. Yeah, something other than Brenner. Well, but I'm saying breakfast. you like getting cooked for. So if it has to be Brenner occasionally, you'll put up with it. You're like, well, at least I didn't have to make this. <laughs> I do a good sure, job. Sure, we'll go with that. No, we, I mean, do you not like Brenner? You like? No, that. I do like Brenner. I'm just saying that doesn't that doesn't satisfy the <laughs> wanting to have somebody cook something for you. Itch. All right. Well, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. You asked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I married you, though. You did. You did. So talk about that for a minute. Like, what is the, is there anything, is there any part of it that is positive that you're like, you know, yeah, it's freaking crazy, but X, Y, and Z, normal people, I don't have that nonsense, whatever. I don't know. Um, no, I don't really think that because I am very indecisive on when it comes to where I want to eat, what I want to eat. Like if it's a, we're going to go get something, I'm going to go get something to eat kind of thing. Like you've, and you've always been fine with making multiple stops, but I don't like that. (laughs) Like it makes, it makes me feel weird. It makes me feel like you're going out of your way. And so, um, so even when it's my, like when, we're just going out to eat and I know that it's going to be me eating because you got a burger on the way or whatever. Like I still have trouble deciding where I want that place to be. Like couples who would be like, Oh, I want to eat at Chili's. Oh, I want to eat at, you know, Applebee's, whatever. Yeah. It's not, it's not, I don't think it's any different because I have trouble making up my mind myself. You know, I think, I don't know. I think normal couples. I've had, I've been a normal couple a couple of times. Oh yeah. I forget. Yeah. I forget. You, you haven't always been part of this couple. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I have always been this way. Yeah. Well, 
I mean, I do miss, like, I will tell you, and I, this is not this is not meant to sound whatever. Yeah, we're going to have to find a way to end this on a positive note after we get done talking about how it's terrible yeah. being married to Joel. <laughs> it's not terrible being married to Joel. <laughs> but I, I really don't like sitting at a restaurant table and me eating and just you sitting there. It makes me very uncomfortable, and it makes me feel like you don't want to be there. And like even though, even when I know that it doesn't matter, I know that you that it doesn't bother you. Like I don't know, it's 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 uncomfortable and it's frustrating a lot of the times. <laughs> Do you feel like <laughs> Joel's Joel's looking at me judging the silly humans for having to, having to eat real food? <laughs> no, I just I don't know. Sometimes I'm really sad for you. Uh, I feel like that's the attitude that I get from you more than anything else is just that like, and oh, I, God, this is so good. Why won't you eat it? <laughs> like, And my thing is, why don't you just try it? Like, just try it. It is not going to kill you, like, for you to just try it. So – Okay, so let's let's talk about that for a minute. Why won't why don't I just try it? Like why is this why is this not just me being obstinate? You've never really have I ever have I ever tried something in front of you to the point of like I know I ate pancakes in front of you once, but I didn't like choke on the pancake. I chewed it up and swallowed it. I just didn't enjoy it. So why don't I try it? Why don't I try it, Kelly? Um so you've never seen like an actual reaction of when I eat something. I think I have. I don't know. I don't know. I vomit is what happens. Like, and not a little bit, like a lot of bit. And anything that, like, and not just the thing that I ate that I didn't like, but like all of it, everything that I've had that I can't possibly vomit. Like it gets bad. It gets bad, bad, bad. And it's an almost instantaneous reaction, and it is it is very much based on it is uh, texture and um, like mouth feel more than flavors. I almost don't like the flavors are almost non-existent in some ways. Like I don't, it's not about the flavor for me, which is one of the reasons why I don't feel like I'm missing out on that much. I think I got messed up taste buds, especially now. Like they're probably all dead anyway. <laughs> so like I don't uh I have less inclination to try and a high barrier to entry, so to speak. Okay. Let me ask you this. Would you ever be willing to see like a food counselor or I don't know, I don't know who the person is to see. Oh yeah. Like a psychologist. I don't know. I don't know who the person is that you see for something like that. I mean, the first thing the first thing that you would do is I think you would have it like a therapy, session. yeah, like psychoanalyzed a little bit, and then they would probably eventually refer you to some sort of like a dietitian or something, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, in a in a world in which, well, let's say some some sort of food institute took me on as a project, and we're and we're paying for it all, or in a world in which like. Like we're doing really well for ourselves and like we've got the money to burn and whatever. And hey, in a world in which like I could track it all and make it a book project and make a bunch of money on it or something like, yeah, theoretically, yeah. Yeah, but would you actually. Would I give it a real try? Yeah, would you 
actually really try to do it. If I had a if I had a therapist or a counselor or something that could get me that could get me to understand like some of the like the real barriers, not the not not the texture and whatnot, but like there's a reason why the texture triggers that in me. I don't think it is an actual physiological reaction. I don't think my body is really that different than other people's. I think it is some sort of mental and or emotional hang up that's pretty deep seated. Maybe that's very Freudian of me, but that's what I think is probably the case. So yeah, after some counseling, I think I would be absolutely down with with giving it a real try. I don't know. It would be very interesting to see if you would actually try things. Like, that is one of my biggest frustrations with you as a husband and as a dad. Mm. You know, like, I don't have a, I really don't have that, that many, like, things I'm going to go, you know, but, like, that is super frustrating for me as a parent and as a wife. Well, so so we've got four kids. We talked about that at the very beginning, Uh, two that we share custody with my ex-wife. Uh, two boys and then two girls, twin girls that are uh, ours, 22 months, 21 months. 21. Yeah, 21 months old. Um, they all eat. Yes, they do. Pretty reasonably. Uh, right. uh The boys. Have come a very long way in the past year. year and yeah, a half. year and a half. I mean, no, they were picky, but they were picky in the way that like kids are picky. Maybe mm. they were even a little pickier than normal kids, but yes. they weren't picky like me. They were never picky like me. No, I don't think so. No. Like, even when they, uh, like, the sometimes second, they, they uh, fell into the youngest. Yeah, yeah Deuce, Deuce is. Deuce is a little pickier. But, again, he's picky like a six-year-old is picky, not picky like a crazy person is picky. Yeah. <laughs> he's obstinate, and he likes to, he has food that he likes. I think he, he used to be more picky, like, obstinate picky. Like. You picky when he was really little, like when we first started dating, like they wouldn't eat anything. Well, but I mean, like they've always eaten. So like eggs, I've always made scrambled eggs for them. I made scrambled eggs for them when like they were babies or whatever. As soon as they were old enough to eat food, food, they ate that. I've never eaten eggs. I don't eat eggs now. You know, like that's normal. They've always liked cheese, you know. Uh, they've always drank a lot of milk. They've always liked, you know, regular juices. They've always liked, uh, especially the younger one, Deuce, likes fruits. Yeah, he does. He loves fruit. Loves fruit. And uh, son number one has always liked um, like carrots. He's always liked carrots. He's always liked ranch dressing and ketchup and things like that. And yeah. I never, I never liked those. Um, but he's actually turned into a little bit of an adventurous eater from time to he time. He is. He is. Uh, he will, for the most part, eat anything I put in front of him. I'd yeah, say least. 95% to 98% of the things I put in front of him. He is at least going to try, and he's not just going to take a little bite. Like, he's going to, he might eat half of it before he's like, I don't really like this. I'm like, you didn't have to eat that whole thing, but I so appreciate it. And what about um what about the girls? Um well There's trash compactors. <laughs> they are. And like it's 
because I've had my hands on them since day one. <laughs> R.E. Because you didn't get to screw them up before I came along. <laughs> and I am very... Um, <clears throat> Like, I'm lax on what, I mean, I feel like I'm lax on what the girls can eat. Like, like yes, they can have a cupcake. Like, you know, not one of those, oh, it needs to have just all these fruits and vegetables, you know. Um, but I am very serious about them eating a variety of foods. Like, you know. We might have pineapple in the house this week, strawberries the next week, mango the next week, bananas the next week, apples, you know, whatever. There's going to be a variety of something, you know. Um, we might do a week of hamburg- different hamburger and tuna helper meals. And then there's a week of skillet meals. And there's a week of, you know, chicken and spaghetti and whatever. Like, And I'm going to try to feed them all of that. And then some nights she will let me bring home pizza because we have to be at church 15 minutes after we get home from school and work. (laughs) Yes, but it's very important for me that they try these foods and that I'm not, and we've had this battle here too, I'm not a short order cook. I'm not cooking five different meals for five different people. I'm making one meal and that's it. You know, like, I'm sorry if you don't. If you don't like it, when you're old enough to make yourself a sandwich or if you can make yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, we'll get after it, you know. But I I do, and maybe I should be a little more gentle on that front, but I'm putting my foot in the sand. and No, I'm drawing a line in the sand. It's, I, I don't give there. And I, like, you know, we have, we have food issues with the boys. I tell you, you had that if, unless you're going to sit there and try it with them, you need to stay out of it. And I try to because I don't like I. I have given up my standing in some ways. Yeah. You know? Like since I'm not since I am not uh, trying everything that is laid uh, before me theoretically, then who am I to stand there and say, you know. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a shaky ground that I uh, stand on as a father, but it, it has not <laughs> just food wise. I just, mean, just just food wise. Yes, you're right. No, but I'm yeah. saying that one in particular. Yeah, it's it's a it's a tough one for me to that hurdle is a tough one for me to get over. It's um, I really wish I could blame it on like some. I wish I was some special weird religious sect that that I could blame <laughs> this on or something. You know, like I'm a I'm a burgertarian or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so. The the other question before we wrap this up, because this is a probably a longer than normal episode, I would say, uh, but that's okay, because you know it's my podcast. Uh, what about health issues? Right, that's what everybody must be thinking about. It's like what is what's the health fallout of this? And of course, my father says the real health fallout you don't know yet, because like you won't like you won't know until you're forty five or fifty, and then everything starts falling apart. Um, but as of today, it's my opinion. As of today, how how does how does my health stand? And and uh, I have not had a physical this year, but uh, last year, year was it a year and it a half ago? Last, now it was last year. Was it last year? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got life insurance yes. after the girls were born. Yeah, 
And you also got life insurance. I did. We, we, we both have life insurance policies. And as part of that, adults. that's right. As part of that, you have to have uh, a, a brief physical. They do right. a general health checkup. They do blood screening. They do. Uh, pee in a cup. Yeah, you pee in a cup the whole nine yards. And uh, my results came back uh, Super pretty good. Super preferred. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Super preferred. Uh, did did you get a super preferred as well? No, I just got preferred. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Super preferred. I, look, I've spent my whole life being average. I'm fine with that. You no, know, of course, I suppose the joke is the life insurance company uh, wants me on super preferred because – um, <laughs> they're going to be able to loophole me when I die because I don't need anything mm-hmm. right or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I, so like I'm, I'm by all the standard measurements by your, like I'm a little overweight because I don't exercise regularly enough. I don't take good enough care of myself that way, but I am not uh, very much overweight uh, as I have been in the past. I, I got, up to 240 i'm now uh, generally i hover around like 170 180 but um i have like low blood blood low blood pressure uh i have like low cholesterol mm-hmm. uh and my what whatever the good cholesterol is in the good range and the local and the bad cholesterol is in the good range and et cetera, et cetera. so like i don't know so far it has all worked out um, so far, my friend Richard Bennett says that I am Mr. Fusion. He says that my body has evolved and it takes in crap and it uh, it, it puts out, um, you know, raw energy. I don't know. I think eventually your body's going to reject it all. You just, your body's just going to have enough and it's going to say, nope, no more. And then you're going to be forced to have to try things. And I will just sit there and look at you like 30 years ago, should have been trying some more stuff. That's what the pills are coming for. <laughs> yeah. The pills are going to be here before then. You hope so. I just got to get that. Die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do have every now and again, I have. So my like my real like my like the burning fear the in the in the dark in the deep of the night like the thing that 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 occasionally keeps me awake that really is Alzheimer's if I'm being honest and like and I've told you that before mm-hmm. like that's my deep dark fear but every now and again I do have this image of myself like sort of in like a a Howard Hughes kind of way mm-hmm. like uh, starving to death because like one by one the things that I can eat the things that I can allow myself to eat like all. What if they, what if I, what if they turned on me in some fashion? Like, what if I couldn't, what if, what if suddenly I couldn't stomach those either? And like one by one, <laughs> like, what if I'm the guy that only eats ice cream? <laughs> Joel, Joel only eats vanilla ice cream. <laughs> and, 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 uh, uh, what's the, what's the, what's the fake Mountain Dew? So, uh, Not Mountain Dew, but Sprite. The fake, the fake. Sp- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Joel only, Joel only eats uh, vanilla ice cream and it's drinks Sierra, Sierra Mist. Mist. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, <ew. laughs> I'm just getting mad thinking about it. Uh, don't get mad. Okay. <laughs> Why are you going to start trying stuff? Um, no, probably not tonight. It's kind of late. 
your co-host for your other show tried to pay you to try stuff and you wouldn't even do it. He he only wanted to pay me a dollar. That was not a real, that was not a genuine offer. I could pay you. (laughs) In sexual favors? Yes. Yes. It would work, too. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Uh, um, I know, but that's actually uh, that that is that is a pretty funny way to try to put a bow on it. Um, this I'm sure will be uh, something that we get. I'm hoping we get some some listener feedback on. You can email the show, by the way, makes me weird at gmail dot com, and please send your questions about this specific topic. I would love to discuss this again uh, with Kelly and with you guys. Uh, at a future date, makes me weird at gmail.com. That's where you can send the, the email. Do you have anything to add, pretty lady? Um, it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> only really, the, only really the names. Only eat those things. Like, that's not a joke. Yeah, this is, this is not a character I put on for iTunes. No, no. It's real. <laughs> He's a weirdo. And they all lived happily ever after. <laughs> but you're my weirdo. I am your weirdo. <laughs> I love you, beautiful. I love you, handsome. <laughs> Thank you for being a guest on my podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> this is how I can spend time with you. <laughs> it's, it's one of the only ways, truthfully. Uh, all right, we'll we'll discuss that that uh, sexual favor uh, <laughs> contract. We gotta we gotta work out a. Uh, I need a chart. Is what I need. Like oh, a like a one. My dad will love that. One apricot <laughs> equals uh, what? We'll we can we can cut and paste out of the Kama Sutra. It'll be Send great. Send us your suggestions. That's right. <laughs> makes me weird at gmail dot com. All right, four four makes me weird. Uh, uh, podcast. Uh, you can find us at iTunes. You can find us uh, on Stitcher. You can find us at blogtalkradio.com. Uh, our guest this week was the lovely Kelly, sexual favor hander out or sharpton. Just kidding. Your children are going to listen to this episode someday. Uh, oh, Kelly Sharpton. <laughs> and I am Joel Sharpton. Until next week, keep it weird. You got busted. Without a dime be your name You took a bus ride With your mindset to fame They had a tough time Remembering your name Well we don't No we don't You missed a big chance To be a Hollywood star But for most folks That never was in the cards Well you sailed And you failed Well at least you got to do it While you were young Before you get old and you lose your nerve So here's to you From the great Pelican State It's never too late To come back home So here's to you For doing what you gotta do
What Makes Me Weird is a proud member of the Two Guys and a Rogue Network. You can find more info and a full list of our episodes at blogtalkradio slash makesmeweird. You can also email the show to makesmeweird at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook or Twitter by searching Makes Me Weird. Our theme song is From the Great Pelican State by Adam Dale. Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is the network. These fingers crossed paprika burgers. Big day today. Jamie gets his exam results. I hope he's done okay. He's worked so hard. So I'm making my paprika burgers for when he gets home. They were lucky last time. I add red onion and paprika to the mince. Then I top with jalapenos. Well... Make your own burgers with our Tesco finest Aberdeen Angus beef. Food Love Stories, brought to you by Tesco. This is not just bread. This is a delicious M&S sliced loaf. Just one of our range that has been sliced from pound fifteen to 65p. Enriched with vitamin D and fibre, it's great for packed lunches. This is not just value. This is M&S value. Subject to availability, excludes franchise stores. 